All right, and welcome to the Commissioners Podcast Series. I'm your commissioner, Jonathan Ernie. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's not looking good for me, and I blew it last week against Craig. Um, I should have won. I should have guessed myself, and uh, I paid the price, obviously. And I had to also deal with some torture on Monday night. Uh, you know, with the G touchdown, things like that. But you know, it is what it is, and uh, I, I'm gonna probably miss out on the playoffs because of it. But you know, it's not about always winning. It's about just enjoying the time that you have in the league. Um, and you know, let's say that Thomas or Bryant wins the league for the first time. You know, I've I've already won the league, and so I know that joy, and so. You know, they've never really had that time to shine, so I don't want to take that away from them. And you know, it it would be good. It would be good for the league if they, if one of them won. So, you know, best of luck to them uh, going into the playoffs. Um, you know, we're going to talk about that in the upcoming pod. So, um, I've got I've got Thomas here with special guest Dan as well. Uh, so we'll hear from them uh, after a word from our sponsor. Want to take a second and talk to you about ESPN Plus. Hey, stream exclusive live sports and archives through ESPN Plus. Thousands of live events from MLB, NHL, MLS, FA Cup, Top Break Boxing, and more. Plus, get UFC fight nights and pay-per-view events, Grand Slam tennis, and access to your favorite college sports like football, basketball, and lacrosse. Discover ESPN Plus originals, including Peyton's Places with Peyton Manning, of course, Better Days with Mike Greenberg, Detail with Pau Gasol, Ariel and the Bad Guy with Ariel, Ariel Helwaini, and more. Access the full 30 for 30 library on ESPN Plus. So what are you waiting for? Choose ESPN Plus now or save with the Disney bundle and you get ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Disney Plus all for $12.99 a month. And right now, you can save with promo code Corner. So head over to ESPNplus.com slash Corner. Okay, I'm here with Thomas. And I have a special guest, Dan. He's kind of here as my co, my co-host to, you know, help me out, uh, you know, with this week's pod. You know, we're coming into the playoffs uh, next week. Of course, it's um, a lot of the line, so we're just gonna see how things are. I know I, I say um a lot. I wish I, you know, if I if I had the software, I would edit out all those if I could, but I, I don't. So, uh, thanks for being on the show, guys. Great to be yeah, here. This, yeah, this is already riveting. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, Thomas, I want to start with you. Look, there was a lot of controversy about the so-called gambling of last week. And then, okay, oh, all of a sudden, it's uh, not real. Um, should, there, should there be a punishment for fake bets? Um, you know, obviously, I don't think so. Uh, because I was involved in one. Uh, I think, you know, really and truly the punishment should be for a commissioner that be, that allows a league for the most exciting thing to happen would be a fake bet. 
So if anything, you should be thanking us and reevaluating um, how fun this league is. So in all actuality, I think Mike and I did you a favor. And that's not saying I like Mike or even agree with Mike's idea that the fake bet was that good, but it did exactly what he wanted and it caused um, some excitement in this otherwise um, mediocre league. I know, but now it's set up so that like, let's say that there's another bet later on down the road. Then like, let's say Jay and I make a bet this week or something like that. No one's going to believe it's real or people aren't going to take it seriously. It's not going to be as exciting. It's just going to be like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, I, I think, I think if it's a real bet and you pay him, then the two people that made the bet are going to take it seriously. Like, honestly, when Mike was like, Hey, let's fuck with these guys challenge my manhood. I was really just like, well, this is going to be fun challenging Mike's manhood. I didn't think it would go as far as it did. And I mean, the purpose of the bet is really between the two betters. Mike really did a good job of including Craig who didn't want to be a part of it at all, which I thought was brilliant since he was trying to start the league. But the point of the bet would be between the better and the two betters. And that's where the excitement should lie. Hmm. Uh, Dan, anything to add? Sorry. Um, I don't have anything to add about the bet thing, but I'm curious as to why you think this league is so mediocre. Why are you negative about the league? I think the league's great right now. We have eight teams that can make the playoffs. John's got a great pod right now. It's as good as it's ever been. What's so mediocre? Well, I just think that if the most exciting thing to happen in the league is, is a fake bet, then maybe, maybe we should either do more betting on the side and, and get that going or maybe just ban betting altogether. Mm. I think we should do more betting, but that's a, that's a yeah, topic. Betting. Why not? That's a topic for another day. Uh, since we've spent so much talking about so much time talking about Mike uh, at the beginning, let's, let's move right to him. Um, guys, I'm worried. I think Mike seems falling apart. <laughs> let me, God, uh, I hope so. let me, uh, let me tell you some things. He has not scored 100 points since a week eight. Wow. He has scored 83, 86, 90, 96, and 69 the past week. <laughs> that was on purpose. <laughs> uh, looks like the James Conner trade is not working out for him. Uh, Montgomery is now the 13th ranked running back. Conner is the 20th. And Keenan Allen is the seventh-ranked wide receiver, so that's not in his favor. Russell Wilson has not scored more than 17 points since week nine. And on top of that, Kamara has been up and down. A lot of his team has been up and down. Um, he talked a big game, and then it seems like it's uh, going nowhere. So, you know, do you all have concerns, or is this just, this just me? Um. I, I really hope his team just shits the bed. It would be great for me. I think it would be great for the league as a whole, um, uh, you know, to see the, the guy that's been sitting on top of a mountain for the entire time just completely fall apart at the end. It's, uh, it's, straight, from, it's, it's straight from the TV show The League. You know, you, you, can't, you can't make this stuff up. So I think his team is falling apart. Um, you know, with Kamara and Drew Brees being out, like there's just a lot of – they're just giving the ball to everybody. They can't focus on one person, so I think that's going to hurt them. 
um, until Breeze comes back in. And that's like his it, – it's a boom. I think most of his team is boom or bust. There's not – you know, I don't think he has a lot of people that are going to consistently get him double-digit points. He's still got a top five quarterback and running back in Kamara and Wilson, so kind of at the mercy of that. And I'm really glad, like three weeks ago, I was – two seconds away from hitting the send button on Venmo to send Mike his $200 for winning the league. And I'm glad I didn't because then if he ends up not winning the league, he would have blamed me for jinxing him because it's going to be an interesting weekend. You should send it to him now and just see what he says. Yeah, no, definitely not. Is this the result of um, not having Ben draft his team? Could be. Like, like I, I think there's a stamina issue, right? Like, obviously, he looked good last year coming into the playoffs. It doesn't seem like he has that. So, is there something that Ben could have added to the draft this year? I mean, there's always I mean, stamina issues. Mike, Mike's got a small dick. So. <laughs> I mean, Ben was at our draft and basically just being annoying the entire time. So, uh, I, I think maybe it's just the mojo. I think maybe if, if Ben just drafts for Mike – Every time, it, it, that could be the key. I'm worried. That's all I'm saying. I'm worried. I think he's well, worried. He so, doesn't want to, he's not going to admit that he's worried, but I think he is. So, Commissioner, talk me through it, because right now I have the most points in the league. So, if I win and we tie, does it go to points scored, or is it an average of, like, you take the points against and the points scored? Like, how, how do we determine that if I win and he loses and we're tied? It's points scored. So, let's say – you win, he loses. You would win the regular season. Oh wow! With an asterisk, like let's let's be real. It's you know I you are. Why would I have an asterisk? I don't know. It's twenty twenty. Let's just let's just not. Okay, get but yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. I will say that I have yet to make a single trade, so the team that I drafted is the team that I'm playing with. Um, right, which makes even you know less sense in the the grand scheme of things. So. Uh, this kind of moves to my next point because I do think that's going to happen this week. I think you win. And I, and I know I'm jumping on picks right now, but I think you win. And I think Bryant wins. Therefore you would win the league. Mike finishes second. So I think this is kind of set up for a Thomas versus Bryant fantasy championship. Wow. <laughs> Which is just so weird to say out loud. Um, well, man, it's 2020. Exactly. Asterisk. Uh, so, do you guys concur? Is, am I crazy to think this? Is there another team that you think can, uh, can push the envelope and get there and, you know, make it? Well, I do first and foremost think that Thomas is going to win the league. Looking at the numbers, he's 13 points ahead of Mike. I think it's a sin. After that, it's as simple as Mike's going to lose to Bryant. Thomas is going to beat Money Matt. And as long as Thomas has 13 more points than Mike next week, I think he's going to win. Statistically, you know, Mike still has the better shot, but I think Thomas is going to do it. And you're probably right with the Thomas Bryant. That's probably the best, anyone's best guess. Dan, do you oh. or have a good chance to make the playoffs? You don't think that you could make that finals against oh i definitely can i definitely can yeah but you don't feel confident um well actually i do feel confident if if i make the playoffs and if mike stays as the first seed because then i'd be playing mike and i'd rather at this point be playing mike than thomas or brian right 
and based on my subjective calculations, I have a 53% chance of making the playoffs. So I'm feeling okay. Um, if you don't mind, I'll chime in here as the guest. Um, you know, I, I would love to see that. And as uh, the only other feminist in the league, I wouldn't mind seeing a woman win the league. I think that'd be great uh, for the PCS. I know that'll really upset Mike, which is also great for the, for the, for the fantasy football league. Um, that also being said, Meg B and I had a, a, a conversation uh, a while ago after Mike made his Sarah Fuller comment. And she is very knowledgeable about league history and how well she has done compared to Mike. Um, and I think that should be a sound clip we should get from her uh, so she can really uh, lay it out. And I think the, the matchup of those two playing against each other today is the most interesting matchup. Has she done week. better than Mike? No. Um, well, she's talked about how she's made it to the playoffs before and that she's not just some random girl that's just now getting okay. on the team and not being able to talk the way that he was treating Sarah Fuller and equating them as the, the same person. Uh, you Even know, Mike would probably admit that his Sarah Fuller comment was like completely out of left field. He was, he was like trying to pick a fight there. He knew what he was uh, doing. Well, yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, if whoever wins, as long as even me or Meg B, I think it's probably what's best for the league. I do think that I need an intern. Just want to let the world know right now. I need an intern so I can have someone just gather these clips that you're talking about just to have those, you know, come on the pod every now and then. That'd be great. What, what's your other brother doing? <laughs> Jeff? Sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. I don't. I don't know. Uh, is he looking for a job? No, he's not looking for a job. I don't know if he'd be my intern. That's a. I don't know. Really, I should be my own intern because I trust myself the most uh, with the tech. It's just it's just really time consuming, and I also need a. I need a different software. I think if I were to actually go professionally about the podcast realm, so. Uh, that can't be done right now. So. Like the podcast realm or making this podcast a professional podcast? Both. Because I do have ideas about like creating a, a, an actual serious podcast outside of fantasy football. But I, but I don't really, I don't really know how to. Based on your last okay, few, well, I think you totally should. I mean, this podcast is boring, obviously, but your last <laughs> few with Coleman, with Coleman and Bryant and everybody else has been really good. I do like that well, idea. To interview friends like once a month and just like shoot the shit and talk about things and have some hypotheticals. Like Coleman would be a great co-host. Oh yeah. yeah. There's there's two things I want to say about this. The first one being I've been on the podcast three times. Uh, the first person you had on with me was Mike, so I'm handcuffed to a fucking boulder there. <laughs> the second one was just me and you, and I thought that went really well. And then you bring Dan on. Um, which is great. I love Dan. Uh, Pat can attest to it. We're adopting him into our family. But <clears throat> I just really think, you know, a, uh, a, a Thomas Megbee, a Thomas Coleman, a Thomas Craig podcast could really amp it up for you. Just saying next time you, you decide to have me on there, I'd love a, a guest that, you know, can tell a joke. And then the other thing I would love to hear from you is what is this other podcast idea that you have? <laughs> Oh, Is it like Twin Peaks? No. So there's a couple of things that I want to do. Um, 
but I don't really know how to do it. I and mean, this is kind of boring. I know when I say this out loud, but like one idea is to do a teacher podcast, which I don't think I'd ever do because I just, I think teaching itself is kind of boring and, and teaching podcasts are kind of boring. So I don't really, I don't really think I could do it. Um, Sounds like you talked yourself out of that one. Yeah. I, I just, there's like, I just, I come back to it over and over again. Cause like, I think that the stories in the classroom stories with like working with youth are really interesting, but I don't in my head when I like try and put it on paper, it doesn't work. So that's my issue. The other thing I have is, um, I'm not trying in any way to compare myself to cereal when I say this, but one thing I really like about cereal is that it seems like, I'm not sure if I can really verify this, but it seems like Sarah kind of had like a glimpse of an idea when she started it and she slowly but surely like gathered a thesis or an understanding of the topic through exploration of it and interviews and things like that. Like I think she probably had probably six episodes planned and then she went with how those went for the last four, right? And so I think I'd, I really want to explore a topic that I don't really know that well and see and kind of map it out, of course, like what are all the parameters and then like for six episodes and then for four episodes, just kind of take where those six go to offshoots. I don't really know what that means uh, because I don't necessarily have a specific topic in mind, but I, but I really like the idea of it. Um, I, I mean, I would like to do like your wife reads all the time. And so uh, I feel like literary podcasts in general uh, are pretty terrible. Um, there's, there's typically like history of literature where someone talks and they like are, are, are just really boring and they just go over a book or there's like new book reviews, which all sound kind of like NPR book reviews, but there's no like genuine conversation about books, at least that I have been experienced to uh, and I know that people don't want to hear this right now in this feed, but I, it's just something I think, I think about. Um, and I don't know if your wife told you about the, the most recent book that she read, or at least I think it could be, she probably reads a book a day, but uh, we, we had a conversation about a book and I thought it, it's like one of those things where it's like really inspiring to like, I want to talk about this book on a podcast, but I don't really know how to do that. So. Yeah, I find it very interesting that you're texting my wife about her favorite thing to do, reading all the time, John. So I'm I text very Christine. much aware about that. I text Christine every day. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of both of these. Sometimes um, I include you on it and sometimes I don't. It <laughs> just depends. Well, John never includes me on it. So thank you, Dan, for the little bit of respect. Yeah. Uh, um, Thomas, I'm but, not, but, I'm, I, will, I will gladly show you every text exchange between you. I'm kidding. Uh, Christine said that that book that you guys read was one of her favorite books of the year, though. Disappearing Earth. Um, so if anybody yeah. wants to read it. So, yeah. Uh, I, I find, I love your ideas. I find it very interesting. The dude that does a once a week fantasy football podcast needs an intern and then also wants to start a literary one. <laughs> Well, I spend a lot of my time reading and then therefore I don't have a lot of time to I don't have enough time to spend in like editing and things like that as much as I want to um I don't know it's just I don't want to be I don't want to be your intern but if I could be like your stat boy on the podcast and then just be on it I know it would make people like Pat really happy if I was just on the podcast every single week to really be able to bring what I bring 
Can I have you on the podcast every week for stats and Coleman on the podcast each week for hypotheticals? Yeah. That'd be great. But then it's a million dollar idea. <laughs> All right, guys, let's, uh, let's look at the picks. Uh, let's get it. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I actually, I actually looked at these ahead of time for the first time ever. And I, <laughs> I don't really have anything to say, but when you ask me questions, I'll probably know what you're talking about this time. Okay. The first matchup is Pat against myself. <sighs> um, did you want me to go first? Or do you want Dan, the numbers guy to go first? I want you to go first, Thomas. Okay. So I, um, I'm actually going to pick John here. Wow. Uh, you know, if Herbert has a game like he did last week, uh, Green is playing the Falcons. But if he does, Pat, Pat can't win. Um, plus, John, I just really think with your <clears throat> tenacity to create new media content will really drive <laughs> will really drive your your picks and who you're going to put in and play for this game. So I'm going for you, John. I just I just think Pat's team is going to pull a, a Scott and just close out the season poorly. Pulling right. a Scott is like it's like a Mike Scott thing. Yeah, yeah. I got that. Okay. I like that. Um, I'm picking like myself it. as well. Uh, Dan, hold on just one second. Yep. Uh, uh, I'm picking myself as well. I don't pick myself a lot, but – uh Chiefs are playing Dolphins so we got that little rivalry going I don't think it's going to be a blowout on both sides I think I either win in fantasy or a win with the Finns over the Chiefs so I think right now the Chiefs beat the Finns I win against my, Pat um, my team plays has been playing pretty well I had a couple duds last week but I think I uh I think I beat up Pat Dan anything to add uh Dan Dan will you hold on a second sorry Dan um John I think you're right Dan, go ahead, man. Hey, you know, I'm just going to chime in and say I think Pat's going to win. As long as Edward Solaire is going to be somewhat of a factor since he wasn't in the game last time. And I think Pat going to 7-7 seven and seven will make it really interesting because he has, by my calculations, about a 7% chance of making the playoffs. He needs to win to go to 7-7. Seven and seven, And then all four 7-6 and six teams need to lose. And that will be really interesting to see. It could happen. Okay. Next matchup is Mike against Bryant. Okay, so I've spent a lot of time analyzing this one. And I think Bryant has it. I think she's got the two the two guys on her team. I put up the best two Steph Farm highlights with Nick Chubb and, and Metcalf the entire season. They're just beasts. I think they're gonna continue to to do really well, especially Mike Caff is playing against the Jets. I think they're gonna score a lot. And like we talked about earlier, I just don't see like anything hopeful on on Mike's team. Like um, I don't, maybe Kansas's defense against no, not even that. I wrote down three words. Worried about Mike. <laughs> is that but, what the title of this podcast is going to be? I don't know, maybe. Um, John's worried about Mike. But I honestly think that Bryant has, like, this, this is my only, like, true analysis of the entire pod, for real. 
I've listened to or watched every single Dolphins game this year. And the God, Chiefs that sounds playing. terrible, man. Ugh, why would you do that to yourself? Chiefs are playing the Dolphins. And so I honestly believe that we cannot uh, we cannot keep Kelsey in check and Tyreek Hill, which I realize is like a scheme that every defense struggles with. But I think one of them goes off like 25 plus or more. And I think that will carry Bryant over, over Mike. Uh, Dan, anything to add? Nope. Do you, on, do, you, do you have a pick? No, guys, this is your all's pot. I mean, I'm just chiming in. Um, I like Bryant. Okay, unanimous on Bryant. Uh, next matchup is Matt Phillips against Craig. Ooh. You know, these guys have been friends for a while. I mean, if you're familiar with the history of the PCS, um, you know, Matt obviously brought Pong to the group and it's been a part of it for a long time. So this is kind of a grudge match uh, to me. And it's, it really means nothing to Matt. His team's terrible, but it means a lot to Craig. So I see – I see Mahomes going off, and I see Matt winning this. Even though Craig traded for the number one quarterback, Kyler Murray, I see Mahomes just scoring, scoring way more points here. Matt's been sneaky. He's a uh... – you know he's, I mean, he's, uh, he's on a two-game winning streak. Yeah, he could definitely win this game. Kyler is not looking good. Um, you know, Dan. Before the pod, we started talking about the playoff scenario for Craig and if he had a, a legit chance. Here's the thing. He has to get bold. What like, the fuck does that mean? I mean that like Kyler is hurt. And it's obvious he's not running as much and he's not scoring as many points. Um, he has to bench Kyler and he has to pick up someone off of waivers that's going to <laughs> give him a legit chance. I'm not yeah, he, like, this is not a joke. He has to do that. He has to do that. And then on top of that, go, his team go off in order to make the playoffs. He needs to probably score at least 140 points and then – five other game scenarios need to happen exactly. It's just very funny to hear it come from John that traded Kyler to tell Craig to make the playoffs. He's got to bench the guy that he did this trade with. I find it I just find it funny. Yep. Well, I mean I mean the jury is still out if I won or lost that trade right now, so we'll see. But well, if he has I, to bench Kyler, I think I think he won the trade. That's That's true, but Miles Sanders has not been anything. Anyway, I'm talking a lot, but uh, I'm going Matt Phillips. I think he's coming in hot. I think Mahomes carries him, so I think he picks up the W. Uh, next matchup. No, wait, wait, Dan. Dan what oh, wait, I'm sorry, Dan. I'm going Matt, too. If the season started four weeks ago, I think Matt would be in first place. I think he's three and one, and yeah. Let's go, Matt. Wow. Um, next matchup is... Mosier against Coleman. So Mosier is the team I am most afraid of to meet in the playoffs if he makes it. Can I ask his why? Team's just, just looking at his team, plus I think a lot of it has to do with, like, just Mosier as a person. I think he's a very sneaky person. <laughs> why? Um, I don't know. He's just mischievous. He always has that grin. Um, he's stronger than he looks. I had to move a bunch of wood with him that he bought off Facebook and he's, he's stronger than his physique gives him. He's just, he's just a sneaky guy. 
Old man strength. Uh, he is very strong. Yeah, and uh, and I think he's going to be able to overpower Coleman here. And I think if he gets into the playoffs, there's there's no stopping him. Um, and and I don't I don't want to play him. I'm fine playing Mike. I'm fine playing Dan. I'm fine playing Meg B. Mosier's team. Um, I just have a feeling that I would lose to him. And I but I do think he's going to beat Coleman. Um, a lot of that has to do. Coleman's starting Leonard Fournette and at RB2, and he, Fournette's um, the number two running back for Tampa. I don't think he's going to get a lot of play, and I think that's going to end up hurting him a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mosher's going to win, unfortunately. Here's the thing with Mosh. It doesn't look like he's that great without Josh Jacobs, and Josh Jacobs doesn't look like he's playing right now. And then for Coleman, he's going to get the Bucks players back because he has like half of the Bucks players on his team. They're, they were on a bye last week. Plus, Jarvis Landry has been looking pretty good. I'm actually taking Coleman. Um, wow, wow. So do you think, looking at Coleman's team, he's putting Tom Brady above Hill. Do you think that's a smart play? <clears throat> I, think it's, I think they're about even. I don't think it's that different. Yeah. I think if he gets, I, just, Evans, I think Evans will help him in general. That'll carry the load over. And I mean, Tom Brady does get a sneaky amount of rushing touchdowns with those like, you know, right. fourth and one or third and one sneaks or like first and goal sneaks. So yeah, the goal, yeah. the goal line stuff. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Uh, next matchup is you, Thomas, against uh, Money Matt. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a little worried about it. Um, just because of the way my t- team performed last week. Um, if DeAndre Swift doesn't play, Gibson's out. If DeAndre Swift doesn't play, that means I'm probably going to throw Marvin Jones into my flex. And I don't love having receivers in flex. I'd much rather it be a starting running back for me being comfortable. But I think I can, I'll be all right. Derrick Henry terrifies me. Uh, he's got a much – I think he's got a higher upside than Cook. Cook hasn't been great in the last two weeks. I think it's going to be closer than people think. I really just want to win the league. Um, so I'm going to pick me uh, selfishly. But but the game does scare me. I, I mean, I I might watch my first full NFL game of the season this weekend. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Uh, I am worried about your injuries. The Gibson thing doesn't look good. Swift is questionable. Uh, Galladay questionable. So I am still picking you, but I oh, thanks. I just think this is a low score. That's my thing. Like I, I just I think you're gonna win. I think Mike's going to put up a low score too. That's why I think you're going to win. But I think this is going to be pretty demoralizing in a lot of ways for both of you going into the playoffs. Okay. Okay. Like I'm not trying to – I know that this won't be demoralizing for the sense of like, oh, I'm going to win the regular season for you. But like I think you're going to pull out like a 65-point win or something like that. And I I just wouldn't feel good going into the playoffs with that. So, um, so you, so when you're saying that you are going to the playoffs, right? I'm saying you, you, you. Well, I know, I, but but you're also going to the playoffs, right? No, I'm not going to the playoffs. Um, 
oh, okay, so you you wouldn't feel good if you were me and had played well enough to make it to the playoffs. You wouldn't feel great about going to the playoffs if you were me. Right. I would be worried about – if I were you, I would be worried about Bryant right now. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Fair. <clears throat> uh, last matchup is Jason. Wait, against... wait, wait. I'd love to hear Dan's. Oh, sorry, Dan. I already, I already called it earlier. Thomas wins. This is uh, Champ Dan's four-star lock of the week. Wow. Wow. Bolton beats money, man. It's a bit more pressure than a fake bet. You should make a bet on it. You know, we've already talked about the bet, but I think my biggest regret about the bet was that it wasn't real because I won. True. Um, Right. And, you know, if I'm I'm not making another bet because I've got a shot to win – is it $200? I think you all should make a bet of who wins the regular season uh, prize money. Oh, me or Mike? And just bet bet $200 on it. That sounds like a terrible idea. So I would bet $200 for me to win. And if I lose, Mike gets $200 because he won the league. And then I have to give him an additional $200. <clears throat> yeah, raising the stakes. I'll think about it. All right. Mike, he's thinking about it. Uh, last matchup is Jason against Dan. Ooh. Um, I'd like to flip this around. John, do you mind going first? Sure. Uh, so I'm actually – I like Dan on this one. Um, McCaffrey is back for him, uh, which is huge. Yeah. We'll see. No, I, I do think it's huge for him. Uh, Hopkins for Jason has not been the same since the Kyler injury, um, or quote quote unquote injury. Um, everyone can see like uh, his play has not been as great. So I'm picking Dan. Uh, I think Dan wins, gets that fourth spot in the playoffs, and then it's a it's a big question mark. I mean, like the thing is, I've questioned your team this entire year, Dan. I think everybody has. Everybody has. I think my big X factor is Aaron Rodgers came back this year and actually played. Yeah, I agree. Like he did five years ago. But you also have Aaron Jones, who is – is he number one or number two? Well, he's top – yeah, he's two or three. Yeah, so those two like, – oh, Don't sleep on Young Hoku either as kicker. Oh, oh yeah, Young Hoku. I'm, I'm actually going to pay money for him next year, which I would never do for a kicker. But if anybody wants to take notes, I will actually – did three or four dollars for him he's ridiculous anyway i'm picking dan thomas yeah um now that i'm actually looking at dan's team right it looks pretty stacked if you go by dan's technique of looking at projections there's no way that jason can win it Um, right i'm 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 going dan here i don't think lamar jackson's gonna have a great game uh Atlanta with Gurley is just hit or miss. Atlanta's terrible. Um, and it seems like Dan's team has come around finally pretty healthy uh, for this last game of the season. I'm going Dan. Dan, do you believe you can win? I do. Wow. That is my uh, three-star three lock of the week. So what are your playoff odds, playoff chances, Dan? Uh, John, I have me at no, no, no. 50. I mean, in general, everybody's that's a lot. Oh, okay, um, Meg B, I've got her at eighty-six percent, which might actually be low. Um, she obviously win and she's in, and lose, she's still 
has probably a, a better than 50% chance of getting in if she loses because of the points. And I've got me at 53%, Moser at 36%, John, I've got you at 14, 14%, Money Matt at 3%, Patty at 7%, and Craig, I gave him that 1%, which could happen. Right. It's pretty crazy. It's it is it's pretty crazy that seven teams can make the playoffs in this. Or what is it? That's nine. Question. Yeah, nine, nine teams. Nine out of twelve has oh, a chance. 12, yeah. Yep. Right. You know what? You guys bring that to my attention. It, I have been a little tough on the league on this call. That is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, and and it's exciting. Unprecedented times in 2020. Right. Well, we'll see. Uh, you guys got any hypotheticals in the in the pod? Mm. We're, we're, we're walking on the Coleman's territory here. This isn't so much a hypothetical, uh, but it's a question that I think each of you should ponder and, and give your answer in due time what you've thought about it. But, <laughs> okay. but my, question, my question is, what is one thing that's like a regular household or daily life thing that seems impossible that you wish you could do? So like my, mine would be popping an entire bag of popcorn without any whole, without any kernels left in it. Does that make sense? <laughs> like um, I've always wanted to do that. Mine originally was to eat a whole bag of Skittles in one bite and I did it. So I had to find another one. Wow. I actually, well, that, the first I one's actually practical and good. I mean, nothing beats the satisfaction of opening up your popcorn bag and, most of the popcorn kernels I mean, have done. Have you guys it. ever done it all? Like with all of them popped? Have you guys ever done that? Have no. you ever popped your own popcorn? Yeah, I've got a popcorn yeah. machine, an air popper, and I still get like four kernels. Oh, okay. Because I, I do, uh, I do it in a stove on the on like the big pot, and I tend to not have. I think I have one or two, honestly, but maybe I don't let it cook too much. It's a little, there's some, there's some crispy parts. Yeah. See, I don't want any crispy parts. Like, so another example would be like, another one that I really want to do is like when you're sweeping up and you go to put in the dustpan, it all goes in the dustpan at once. Like you don't right. got to pull the dust. Like that's another one that I really wish I could do one time. <clears throat> so the one thing I'm thinking about as on top of my head, and this is like, I think Dan will kind of be with me in this is that I would love to have superior insulation like the most <laughs> extreme insulation that no air can escape or like no, no window, no crack uh, or crevice can affect, you know, the temperature of my house and also wow. just like have above and beyond insulation everywhere else. So then um, you'd never have to be able to open a door. Are you just going to like Star Trek <laughs> beam out of your house so that no new right. air comes in? Exactly. Well, this is why it's impossible because okay. I can't, I can't ever have it perfect, but I, but I do wish that, I mean, I've done some things over the years with my house and you all know this, but like I have put in insulation and so it's made it a lot more comfortable. I'm not saying it's not, I'm just saying that I, I dream of like coming up to a window and not feeling any, any draft of cool air. I'm with you, John. I did that in my apartment, but it's only because I put those, um, those window film things over top of my blinds. So I'm glad nobody comes into my apartment because I can't even access the blinds because I put the film over it, but it works really well. 
I'm and also turn out nearly as exciting as I hoped it would. <laughs> well, I, and yeah, I realize it's not that exciting. I'll think of something <laughs> that's a little bit better. Um, like there's something, there's some like cleaning things that I know will never be perfect, but just sound absurd when I say it out loud. I just yeah, say say one of those. So like, I have this thing next to my door for where the mail goes, right? Yeah. I want that thing to be empty, but it'll never be empty. What do you mean the thing like where the mail goes, like your mailbox? <clears throat> no, no, no. It's like we take the mail in, we put it in this little basket by the door. Yeah. <laughs> it'll never be empty. Well, why don't you just open all your mail and you'll empty it one time a day? It's empty not. It, right like, now? it doesn't work like that. Like it. it no, I'll, I'll, like it'll be like John. I will. Yeah. I will come over and show you how to do it. <clears throat> no, 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 no. It, like, all right. So there's a couple of things. It's like one is like, let's say, oh, I don't get it. Let's, there's a couple of bills that I still get in paper that I don't know why I get in paper, right? So yeah. I have it mapped out when I pay for certain bills per month. But like, let's say that I don't, like, let's say that like right now, right? And I, I get paid on Friday. And so I know I'm going to pay that bill on Friday, but I'm, I'm not going to pay it right now. So it's going to stick in that mailbox thing. And so I know that's going to, it'll go away on Friday, but like by the time Friday comes, something else will go in there. Right. That's just how uh, it is. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I feel like these topics are so boring that they could be used on that, like progressive turning into your parents' commercials. <laughs> oh, <That's true>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I also um, have things like my wife, you know, my wife is a hoarder. And so like, so like we never signed up for parents magazine but we get it and i can't she throw keep it? it i can't well if i bring the mail into the house she keeps it and then i'm like oh let's go sit on a table or something like that. so i put it in the mail thing and i don't know where it's gonna go so it's just there because i don't want it on the table i don't want it on the counter it's it's like in its thing in its place but it's then it's in the mail place and I don't want it gone. I want it gone. All right. So it's, it's not that hard. Uh, John, to God, this is the best reaction I've, I've, I've ever gotten out of this question. Most people are like, I don't fucking know. This is a dumb question. Uh, John's like, defend, here's my list. You want to hear one through 20? I'm going to start right now. John, to defend your lovely wife, I don't think anybody would ever go into your all's house and say, yeah, yeah, John's wife's a hoarder. She's a hoarder. Just go ahead. Hmm. Well, okay. I have another, I have another another question okay um i asked dan this earlier and i've asked craig and ben and meg b but the question is if you were not married none of us are married right you're a single dude and you could pick one person from any time period and you'd have to have sex with that one person for a year who would it be so i'll go through meg b's answers meg b meg b said eric decker which like I get it. Um, ben, Ben thought long and hard about this and said Hitler's wife, Eva Braun, because um, he could tell Hitler, "Hey, I fucked your wife." Um, and I said, and I thought about, I thought about this for a while. I said uh, probably some sort of pornographic actress, uh, and I went with Janice Griffith because I feel like if I'm going to have sex for a year with one person, I could learn a lot from them. And probably be way better at it after the year. Yeah, but then you've experienced the level of that, that like everything else is just going to be vanilla ice cream after that. That could be the. At least I got to eat. At least I got to eat my favorite flavor for a year. 
Hmm. Yeah, I have no good answer. And, and for by this the question, way, like man. even if it's vanilla ice cream, it's still fucking ice cream, Dan. That's true. You're not going to turn it away because it's vanilla ice cream. Yeah. You're like, oh, thanks for the ice cream. I wish it was Rocky Road, but I'll take vanilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I'm forgetting people like when this comes up because also like, Dan I will tell you what Dan said sorry John oh god Dan, it's okay. said, <laughs> Dan said Dan said Jessica Alba from Idle Hands and she oh, was yeah. 16 years old in that movie well when I watched it I was like 12 so I think that means would, so okay. would you go back to your 12 year old self and do this or would you be how old you are now yeah I think I'd go back to when I was 12 that's disgusting man. hopefully I'd you know can function. Maybe I was like, sorry, John. I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just I need to say a couple things before I give my answer. <laughs> okay. There are a lot of thoughts that I have. <laughs> so, like, I'm not gonna pick Topanga from Boy Meets World because, like, I'm just not doing it. All right. I think she's beautiful. When I was, I don't know, 13 or whatever, when Boy Meets World was on, but I just can't pick her. I know there's someone from the 90s that I'm really, really forgetting, but I just cannot think of who it is. Is it Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar? No, it's not. It's someone like that because I know that I've had this conversation with Craig that's like, who was hot back in the day? Oh, it's Jennifer Love Hewitt. (laughs) No, but it's not her. It's it's someone else. I I, I can't think of who it is off the top of my head. Anyway, Dan, I'm going Julie Delpy. Because, baby, you are going to miss that plane. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wow. I know this is a controversial pick. And yeah, I know no kidding. Like, this is like a... I don't know who this is. All right. Well, that's fine. She's the girl from the, the Midnight Trilogy. Right. Here's the thing. I'm picking someone that I can spend a year with and live in a state of mind. And that's I think true. that is the point. So... I will forever have this one year of just like extreme passion with this one individual that brings me like more joy uh, than words can explain, right? And I realized- Jessica. Julie Delphi? Julie Delphi, yeah. I just looked her up. Oof. Yeah. You, 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 you have to understand like the idea that I realize she's not like the most banging person ever in the world. It, like, I realize that when I say this answer. Yes, John, you're an intellectual. No, 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 it's not, it's not an intellectual thing. It's just like, an, it's an emotional attachment to an idea. And I think that's the idea of, of, the, uh, of, of having sex with one person for a year. Because if you're just having sex with one person for a year, like, it's a different scenario than I'm just having sex with some person for a night, right? Because, you know, at some point, you want to have like something more than just the physical connection. You have to have some sort of emotional connection associated with it well as well. And so therefore I'm going to take a, a moment of, of pure joy from my life and live it out through a year. And I realize that's extreme and weird and things like that, but I'm taking it. So. No, no, that's, that's excellent. We need to ask you one more question. You're on a roll. <laughs> Dan, do you have a question? Not as good as these. No, mine was just a boring football question. I'm not even going to ask it anymore. Oh, come on. No, I think I've asked this version of this question to John and maybe Craig, um, but I'm curious as to what like Pat's opinion is and Thomas, you, you take a, a middle of the road football team like UK or UVL 
So not Georgia. So take, so, so take UK. You're UK's coach. You can add four current players in the NFL to UK's team. So the two questions are, what four players? And second part, how much better will they be? Will they just be slightly better? Will they be an SEC contender? Will they make the playoffs? What do you think? I have to come at this and tell you that I don't watch college football. Um, okay. That shouldn't matter. Thomas. You're adding four <laughs> players from the NFL. Okay. So, so I would add uh, Nick Chubb um, at running back. Uh, main reason he's played in the SEC. He knows how hard the hits are. Uh, he's proven that he's good. I think that's that a terrible, terrible answer, but keep going. Well, I'm not done yet. If you're, if we're taking Kentucky and they're playing and we're going by the Kentucky schedule mm -hmm. and how, how football is played in the SEC, I think you need uh, a player of that caliber. Um, granted, they've all been in the pros. Then I would probably take uh, Patrick Mahomes um, at quarterback. I think he's just really good. Uh, I would then maybe take – I would take the top um, left guard or left tackle, whoever that going. is in the NFL. So your defense is just still going to be good old Kentucky defense. I think we're going to be able to score some points. Um, yeah. And, and then from there, <clears throat> if you let me finish, it would be Khalil Mack um, okay. to play linebacker. Okay. Yeah, I go back and forth on what positions I would do, but my opinion is always that I, I think we'd only be slightly better because you're just talking about four players of 22. That's, I, I, I disagree. I think those four players can make a huge difference individually. Uh, <clears throat> I think I've got this. I think I'm struggling with the wide receiver that I'd pick. And I realize this is a little – I don't know. Uh, so, I'm, I'm picking Mahomes. I'm picking Aaron Donald. I'm picking – Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. I'm picking uh, – I think I'm going to pick Tyreek Hill as my wide receiver. Because I, I don't think there's anyone that's uh, – I don't think there's anyone that's faster than him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. So you're taking the the Raiders approach. <clears throat> well, then I'm gonna pick Xavier Xavier Howard <clears throat> from the Dolphins as well as my cornerback because he's just legit on the ball all the time. So that's what I'm going with. I know it's not super sexy list, but I could also pick. Oh. Uh, could I pick Tua because he's the best college football player of all time? So. I can pick him and then. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I have. Sorry. Right. It's my boring hypothetical. John, do you have one? I don't have anything. I'm not, I'm not uh, creative in that sense. I'm sorry. Well, this is a great way to end your podcast. <laughs> Thanks. We're not, we're not in an hour yet. I feel like we got to keep talking for 20 more minutes. Nah, right? No, no fucking way. We're not at that. Come on, man. I think, I think, I think so. No, I mean, at this point, I think everyone stopped listening so you can actually be honest about what we think about people in the league. Do you want to do that? <laughs> you sort of run through the list and tell me <laughs> what your general thoughts are in every in the league? I, I don't see why not. Okay. 
I, I mean, I can, um, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let you do this, Thomas. We got to say names. Yeah, I'll say Craig first. Um, decent runner. Um, uh, he's, he's got uh, level eight intensity and, um, and a great trivia host. Okay. Hey, he's not just a decent runner. He ran a – you ran a five. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dan. Day. Dan, do, do you want to be a part of this? <laughs> Craig ran a five K the other day at a seven forty pace, so he's killing it. I, yeah, yeah. All right, Bryant. Um, a very selfless, um, good friend, and uh, excellent teacher. She is an excellent teacher. Um, Colby, are we actually are we actually doing this? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. I guess we are. <laughs> well, no one's gonna listen to this. Anyway. John, John, did you see? Did you see Jennifer's body yet? I haven't seen it. I've yeah. not watched a movie though. For so. everybody out there that needs a good movie, I, thanks to Christine Bolton for recommending Jennifer's Body to me. I don't know how that movie got such bad reviews. It's with Megan Fox, two thousand eight. Do yourself a favor if you if you don't like it. Um, I'll Venmo you the three ninety nine that you paid on uh, Amazon to rent it. Just let me know. That goes to anybody okay. on the pod. Wow. Do I, am I still going uh, through this list, or are you going to be done? Are you going to finish it out? It sounds like Dan wants me to be finished, but I will say the one thing about Coleman: uh, a couple things. Um, excellent, excellent podcast guest. Um, oh yeah. Decent waiter. He's a she's a for shenanigans. Yeah, I mean for shenanigans he's top notch. Yeah. Um and then uh a proud uh father of his pet dog. Very true. Well the, I think and then I guess good, we'll we'll close it out there. Yeah, I think it's a good place to end it. Uh thanks you know, guys. Every time I'm on, every time I'm on, just give me three more people from the league and I'll we'll eventually get through them all. <laughs> I'll have you back on for uh, for uh, the season end or before the playoffs ends or something like that, you know. John, would you agree yeah. that your two best guests as far as, like, chemistry or Meg B and Coleman, am I missing somebody right now that you've had, like – You mean with me? Yeah. So, definitely Coleman. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's, it's a toss-up between Meg B – Thomas, um, I don't know. I would. I. I think I'm. It, it's. It's really funny. Is that I. I wish that some things were off. Like some things that were off my off. Uh, Mike. You know that are recruited. That. Uh, oh yeah, Mike was good too. No, no, no. I'm saying off Mike, like off record uh, recorded. Uh, oh, gotcha. Segments like between like Craig and I and Jason and I are actually really really good that i just feel like um don't get heard um obviously because they weren't recorded but you know those could be, could be <clears throat> something really special i think i think there's a there's a scenario where where uh craig or jason and i have a pod and i think it'd be really really great so okay well i don't believe that but <laughs> um I, I will say after my my fourth glass of bourbon that i think Every member of the league could be good at the pod. I just think some people just automatically, like Dan, for example, 
yeah. um, or Mike, who's always like, I'm just here for the numbers. Uh, they, they just don't believe that they're, they're that good. And I think all of them could be really good at the pod. But I, if you're to rank them, I think uh, Coleman and Meg B are the, the two best. Agreed. Yeah. I'm with you as well. Well, and, and Craig's right up there too. Maybe we'll do an end of the year rankings. Maybe we'll figure something out. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. It, it feels weird being in this position because uh, I did say if I win the league, I, I won't quit. So, um, <laughs> Matt Thompson, that's uh, that's to you. If you want to throw the game, uh, you know, I'll play next year. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for coming on, guys. It was it was great. Uh, uh, best of luck the rest of the season, and uh, hope to talk to you all soon. Good luck Thank to you, you all. Are you going to stop recording so we can have like a post chat? Yeah, I'm stop recording now. Sweet. Okay. All right. Thanks so much to Thomas for being my guest on this week's pod. Thanks so much to ESPN Plus for sponsoring. I hope everyone has a great week. Hopefully, I make it in the playoffs. But anyway, I'm wishing everyone uh, success this week. Till next time, peace.